Hey everyone, welcome to the Hagar's Daughters podcast, a podcast for Black Christian women desiring support and prayer on the mothering journey, no matter where you are on the path. I'm your host, Kadisha Bonsu, and I'm here to get open, honest, and vulnerable with you on this beautiful, hard, rewarding, awe-inspiring, tiring journey to raising up the next generation of beautiful brown babies. Welcome to the show, and let's get started. Hey y'all, welcome to episode 5, Facing Discouragement. So, um, if I'm being honest, there are many moments in my life where I have faced discouragement. There are many moments where I feel discouraged. I think today is sort of one of those days. Um, Not like overall discouraged, but more so this feeling of like, less motivated, less inspired. And you know what? I am challenging myself to show up anyway. I think that, um, you know, there are seasons of our lives that can be discouraging um, when we're not always excited or happy or motivated and inspired. Um, Maybe it's not a whole, like a long or lengthy season, but maybe it's a moment. I believe this is a moment for me. Um, I haven't been like overall discouraged, but I do think I'm having a moment of discouragement. Um, and I know that other people can relate to that. I think that we all face discouraging times at some point on our journeys. I think it can be particularly easy to be discouraged in the right now as we face the COVID-19 pandemic And as we um, hear the media being more and more saturated by conversations around racial injustice, and those are conversations that need to be had and and should be had, and it can be hard to bear the weight of constantly hearing it, and like I said, being oversaturated by it. Um, I think even without these things going on, I I know that I can battle discouragement on my journey, um, pre-pandemic, pre All the things that are happening in the media, Um, I battle discouragement as an individual, as a partner, as a friend, and definitely as a mom. Um, Not always, but again, there are those moments. And I often say that I think we have to learn how to sit with those hard feelings, discouragement being one of them, without rushing on. And at the same time, when it is time and after we have sat for a while with those feelings um, and given space to feel those things, um, to feel our emotions, I do think that there is a time where we have to choose to move forward and keep going, whether discouraged or not. So today I wanted to share with you all a few things that have helped me to face discouragement in my life, a few things that are currently helping me even as I feel discouraged right now. So, um... Let me start by saying what I'm discouraged about, and then maybe that'll provide some context. Um, When I started this podcast, I was very excited. I was also very afraid. That's why I sat on the idea for so long. Um, And when I started gaining momentum and people started helping me figure out what I needed to do to get started, um, I was excited about it. But there have been several moments over the course of it where I have felt a sense of kind of like, do I have to do this? Like, um, and just overall feeling like I don't want to. 
Um, and the thing is, I had to kind of think about that and ask myself, like, is that true? Like, is it really, really true that you don't want to or are, or is this a moment where you're feeling discouraged? And I think I'm beginning to realize that these are moments where I'm feeling discouraged. I believe that this podcast is um is um purposeful. I believe that it is a calling for me and I believe that I have to keep going um whether I'm discouraged or not. And so here I am showing up anyway because I made a commitment and I want to honor that commitment. Um again, have I given space to the feelings of being discouraged? Yes, I've sat with it. I've talked about it. All those things I'm going to get into some of that in terms of how I faced it. At the same time, I think that it is time for me to kind of encourage myself and pick myself up and and kind of keep going so that I can see the reward for my labor and see the um, blessing, honestly, the blessing and the pressing, if I had to put it that way. Um, The other part of the context that I want to provide is, is yes, that I have been afraid to release this this venture. Some of that has been feelings of, oh my gosh, am I going to be able to keep going? What if I run out of ideas? What if I have nothing left to say? But God has been faithful. Every time I sit down and record and open up my mouth, something comes out, right? And I don't think it's just meaningless something. I think that it is inspired. I think that it is... Um, all of those things. But even when you don't feel the inspiration, you have to show up. Um, even when you don't feel like doing it, I've learned you have to show up. And I think that is true um, on many of our, on the different, in different spaces in which we can feel discouraged, even as a mom, if you're feeling maybe not so great one day and you don't want to do all the things, guess what? We still show up every single day for our babies and for our kids. Like we still have to show up and sometimes that's more of a choosing um and sometimes that's more of a like an obligation and we don't have like we don't really have a choice we do it because we have to but I'm talking about today those moments where you feel discouraged and you do have a choice so for example I have a choice whether or not I continue with this podcast there's a sense of duty I do feel but at the same time at the end of the day it is a choice and I am choosing to go forward So what are those things that have helped me to face that discouragement? I think with respect to the podcast, the first thing is knowing my why. So yes, I believe you have to ask the question, why am I doing this? What is my purpose? So for me, I revisited that why. I asked myself, why am I doing this again? And honestly, if I can't remember what my why is, I go to a friend. And it's not that I can't remember my why, but sometimes I... I willfully have a, like, don't want to remember. I might have selective memory in terms of, like, I don't want to do this. Like, I'm going to focus on um, all the reasons that, um, you know, I I don't want to do it. But if I can remember, if I can't remember, I ask a friend or maybe I go to my journal where I often write and process things and can reflect on um, the the things that I've written in the past that have led me to this point of going forward and um, have led me to the point of launching. So um, reminding myself of my purpose. Um, So yeah, even being that I'm only on episode five of this podcast, I've already had to encourage myself and remind myself of the why. And it's helpful sometimes when others are kind of encouraging you along the way but regardless of if you have that encouragement or not you have to figure out the way to um sit with you have to figure out a way to honor your why and do it for yourself at the end of the day and that's what I'm trying to do 
Um, so sometimes when I'm feeling like, wait, why am I doing this again? Do I have to? Do I want to? Can I quit now? I can get so scared and I can feel so afraid that I'm not going to go far enough with it. But um, that brings me to point number two. When you're facing discouragement, you have to talk back. Um, yeah, speak back to the to the discouraging voice. Um, so for me, that means that I don't believe every thought that enters my head when I'm discouraged. I said something like this, something similar to this on social media that I don't believe everything that enters my mind when I'm tired. And for me, discouragement and tiredness kind of go hand in hand. Um, I don't know if it's like which one came first, the chicken or the egg. But sometimes I I have noticed that if I'm tired, I can tend to feel discouraged and vice versa. Um, And also within that, I think I have a tendency to only, like I was saying earlier, like if I'm already discouraged, I have a tendency to only see the reasons that support my discouragement. And I may not see what's going well. Um, I may not see the positive things. There's a name for that. Um, It's called negativity bias. Um, And it happens at different times and can happen for different reasons. But negativity bias is basically the fact that our brains are wired to see the negative, like we see the harmful things first. And some of this is like a defense mechanism and um, it exists to protect us in a way, right? Like, um, you know, like as humans have evolved, we've needed to be able to see threats and danger and things like that. And so negativity bias exists for a reason. But in this case, like there is no reason for me to be negative, right? And so I have to talk back to that discouragement and talk back to that voice that um, honestly wants to protect me from, uh, you know, I guess feelings of shame or feelings of like, I didn't, I didn't succeed or feelings of failure, right? Like that's what the negativity bias is wanting me to be protected from. That's what what my discouragement is motivating that, that um, voice of negativity. Um, So it's like a, a kind of voice that's saying quit while you're ahead But um, I think that one of the things I do when I'm facing discouragement is that I talk back to it because I believe that, you know, we can reshape and help rewire our brains by talking back um, or changing the way we think. You know, um, this is not just scientific, but the word tells us to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. So it's not it's a spiritual principle, but it's not only a spiritual principle. Um, It's also based and rooted in lots of theory, science and study. So all that to say, when discouraging thoughts pop back, pop up for you, talk back to it. Um, for me, this is when I bring out the Jersey girl in me. I get sassy, or at least in my head, I think I do. And I, I like, I have like this uh, uh, imaginary kind of talk in my head. It's not imaginary. It's, it is a talk, but it's like just with myself. And I imagine myself talking back to that discouraging voice by feeding myself with positive words of encouragement. Um, and you could, you might have a hard time doing this if you're not used to talking to yourself in this way, like in a positive way, but, um, or even in a compassionate way or offering yourself that kind of love and gentleness. But that brings me to point number three. If you can't do it for yourself, you need to have a friend that knows you almost as well as you know yourself. And I have like two, I have, I have friends, more than two friends, but I have two really good friends that I would say fit this category for me in addition to my partner. Um, but the category of a friend who knows, um, 
who knows you almost as well as you know yourself. So when I get discouraged, I say, like, I put my my thoughts out there. I say what I'm feeling. And I have friends that will hold space for me and who will ask the question. So do you just want to, do you just want to vent or do you want my opinion? Do you want my thoughts? And for me, it's often that I need a little bit of both. I need them to hold space, but I also need them to help talk me off the ledge a little bit. And so um, when I'm discouraged, I have good friends and accountability that reminds me of what I said I would do and why I said I would do it. So sharing your vision and goals and dreams with others so that they can help you keep the vision before you. um, That's something that tends to help me. And so as I was saying, when I first started speaking about facing discouragement, um, some of these tips have been the things that have helped me with keeping going with the podcast. But discouragement is so... it's honestly universal and so broad, like everyone faces discouragement at some point and it can impact multiple areas of our life. So while I have been talking, the tips that I've been talking about have been with respect to my creative endeavors, etc. Um, and I've only so far talked about when I'm facing discouragement with respect to those things. Um, I also think that there are moments in my mom life where I feel discouraged, um, And for me, I've noticed that discouragement often creeps up in my mothering journey when I start feeling bad for how something is going. So this may mean I'm having thoughts like, oh, I don't want I don't do this enough or I don't do that enough um, or that's not the way you're supposed to do it. Other folks would do it this way or didn't you read this somewhere? Um, Isn't that how you're supposed to do it? Um, So having these thoughts and ideas about how things are supposed to go in my mothering journey and wanting them to go perfectly. I mean, um, or not even just that I want it to go perfectly, but again, like as I've said in other episodes, just wanting to really truly enjoy the journey of mothering, but also knowing that mothering is hard work. And if we're honest, or if I'm honest, speaking for myself, every moment is not always enjoyable. Do I at do I um overall enjoy the journey of mothering? Do I enjoy being a mom? Yes, but every moment in and of itself does not always spark joy for me. And to when when I'm speaking back to some of those thoughts that are saying, I don't do this or that enough, or that's not the way you're supposed to do it, um, I reflect on this. I've learned um, so far as a mother that people have lots of thoughts and opinions about how you should parent. And, you know, there is a whole genre of parenting books and advice and uh, parenting help books that are supposed to help you with these things. But the thing is, I've learned that you have to kind of stop looking to the left and the right. Um, I believe that your parenting journey is individual and specific and that God called you, you specifically to mother your brown baby for a reason. And only you know how to, to mother that particular child. People might have all kinds of thoughts and opinions about what they see you doing or not doing and how they would do it differently, including family members who think that, you know, who might be your elders and want to tell you how to do certain things or how to discipline or how to do this or that, right? Some of that wisdom is good, but sometimes it's unsolicited advice. And at the end of the day, you know your child and you have to follow your gut mothering instinct. Um, we we know that every child is different, you know, and basic while basic needs may be the same across parenting, like clothing, feeding, keeping them clean, loving and nurturing them, etc. No one at the end of the day can tell you Um, how to do that or how to go about that what um, vehicle to take to get there right Um, if we were on a journey 
we might all be trying to travel from point A to point B, but one of us might be driving while another one of us might be flying or taking the train or taking a bus or walking or bicycling, what have you. And some people may say, well, that way is harder, but you know why you're doing it the way you're doing it. And you have to be okay with that and accept and embrace your particular path and your journey for you. Um, So that has been helpful for me to reflect on because the more I let go of these imaginary kind of expectations and sometimes um, maybe expectations of others through comparison, etc., the more I let go of some of those things um, or thoughts and ideas about what people might say about my parenting, the more I'm able to encourage myself and honestly um, embrace my particular specific individual parenting style for my little brown boy, um, the one that I have right now. Um, but I also think that that will be true for the future. If I were to have more kids, you know, I don't think that the way I mother my son would also be the way I mother my next child. There might be commonalities and similarities in how I parent one child to the next, but every child is so different. Um, and I think you have to give each child according to what they need. And um, I can't speak entirely to that as I only have one child, but, um, you know, I do, I have worked with kids a lot in my journey. And I do think that every child is that I, I, we know that every child is different. And I think that the way that you parent each child um, is going to be based on what that child needs. Um, So yeah, all of that to say today, I just wanted to pop on one to be faithful to the journey and show up. Like I said, I wanted to post an episode and two, just to let y'all know where I'm at, that I am feeling discouraged about this venture and I'm going to keep going because I know that there are some things that I have, um, that I still have left to do. Um, there's still work to be done. But yeah, I am going to keep going and um, I'm looking for folks to interview. I've said that in the last couple of episodes, but specifically for this month in honor of Pride Month. And I hope that this and this is not heard as I'm only doing this because of Pride Month. Um, it's more than that. I want to do it for Pride Month and I hope that this will um, not just be for Pride Month and something that can be infused throughout the podcast um, at various points in times. But I think that Pride Month is, for me, a time where I want to decenter my voice as a Black, um, cisgender, um, heterosexual mom and honor um, and center the voices of those who identify differently but may still have the shared um, identities of being a black Christian mom. So I'm putting out a call for those who identify as black Christian queer moms or black Christian moms parenting queer identified children. I really want to hear from you and I want this community to hear from you because I think your voices, your stories, your narratives are so important. And I really want to amplify the voices of the LGBTQIA plus community. So if you or someone you know is a member of this community or parenting a member of this community and you also identify as a black Christian mom, please, please, please reach out. I would love to talk with you, have a conversation 
conversation with you for the podcast and share that with others so that um, we can hear the particularities of your journey too and embrace the fact that you too are a part of this community and that um, in the spirit of saying that, you know, we've heard a lot in the media, Black Lives Matter. I want my whole plat. This whole platform is about honoring Black moms and knowing that Black moms matter. But I want that to be, to be a call for all Black moms, right? And yes, um, again, this podcast speaks particular to sp- speaks particularly to Black Christian moms. But I think that ranges so much, right? And we all have so many different things that um, we may, different ways that we may honor our beliefs and our theologies, et cetera. And I don't claim to know it all. And I, because I cannot speak to that experience, I want to center the voices of those who can. So I want to make space for that. So if that's you, hit me up on IG at Hagar's Daughters. Or email Hagar's Daughters Podcast at gmail.com. Both of those links will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening today. Um, be blessed. And um, I just want to offer a quick prayer for those of us who may be feeling that sense of discouragement today or in another moment where you might need to um, speak back to that discouragement. So let's pray together. God, I thank you for showing up. I thank you for helping me to show up. And um, I just thank you for your faithfulness. And I thank you, Lord God, that when we are weak and um, when we are discouraged, Lord God, that you encourage us. Um, And I pray that you would encourage our spirits. I pray that you would help us to encourage ourselves. I pray that we would be surrounded by good and godly people who can speak life into us even when we cannot speak it into ourselves. Um, We know that iron sharpens iron. And I just ask, Lord God, that you would lift up the heart of those who are weary, broken down, and discouraged, specifically moms who may be facing discouragement on their mothering journeys. I just pray that you would remind us of purpose and remind us of why you have given us the gift of the children you have given us and um, that you would help us to know um, to have patience with ourselves, to be gentle with ourselves, to love ourselves, to and to um, care for ourselves in ways that we would be able to show up and continue to be present for our families. Um, we thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you all for listening to the show today. I'll see you back here next week.